This is your official spoiler alert. Anything beyond here from the fourth wing, chapters one through five, there's nothing off limits. So if you have not read chapters one through five or don't want it spoiled, go back, read the book, and then come back. Most of the marked kids who carry rebellion relics are from Tyrandor, of course. But there are few whose parents turn traitor from the other provinces. The blood drains from her face, and she grips the straps of my pack, turning me to face her. I just remembered. Her voice drops, and I lean in, my heart jumping at the urgency in her tone. Stay the hell away from Zayden Ryerson. Welcome back, everybody, to uh, a couple guys reading. Uh, text, we are a couple, a couple guys. guys reading. We're a couple guys. We're, we're reading. We're a couple of guys. Just a couple of guys reading, reading. books that um, your wife you know, has probably your read. Wife has probably read, or like if That's you are a wife, or you're yeah, you've maybe read these books. I am okay. So there's part of me that's convinced that most of our audience is going to be female. Oh, who yeah. like? But I'm also terrified because I don't want to say the wrong thing and then wake up to a mob outside my door. Yeah, which I mean that you could know? happen. And I mean this isn't like pitchforks and torches mob. This is no. like fourth wing fan might have replica dra- swords like have dragons they could burn us down that would dragon. be very unfortunate yeah i well you know i've told like some people there i mean obviously this book is very popular and this series is extremely popular and by the way we're right. using second uh, the, one yeah email. today we're using uh palm tree podco's studio yes i just want to give them a shout out the beautiful palm tree Podco very beautiful studio. like this is Unbelievable. Yeah. We've made it far We've, in two we, weeks. From <laughs> We were on a fold-out table in my store <laughs> yesterday, and then I realized, oh, wait, my neighbor upstairs, my, my good friend Anthony, has this amazing podcast studio. Why don't we use it that? Is, um, we, we've got soundproofed walls that's, like, decoratively. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's. That look like, you know. He's done a great job up it's here. It's just cozy up Yeah. Our good friend, Anthony Palmer, uh, this is his studio, Palm Tree Podco. They're awesome. Uh, if you're looking to Anthony, start a podcast, yeah. you should hit him up. Oh, this uh, is the place because you've got Treetop Coffee right downstairs. Treetop, you've got a, a Bear Den Books downstairs. Yeah, none of these Shameless are sponsors, but could be, but, yeah. you know. Hey, we might, Bear Den's a sponsor. Bear Den's a sponsor. And I would say at this point, Palm Tree Podco is <laughs> kind of helping say us they're out. pretty much a sponsor. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so today we are talking about the fourth wing chapters one through five. See, I say the fourth wing, and it's just not as funny as when you say it. The fourth wing. Yeah. See, I feel like I, it's like the Walmart, the Walgreens, right? The internet, the uh, YouTube. I went down to the Littons. Uh, oh, have you been to Littons recently? Not since I moved back. Okay, um, I need to go. Is it not as good? My only, and I'm probably gonna cut this, but I don't care. Uh, order your burger. Whatever you normally get it, go one step down the road. Okay. They like if you get it medium rare, it's gonna come out rare. Gotcha. If you get it medium, it's gonna be medium rare. Okay. Basically. So good. just go good to know. a little further down the line. Still good. They have a Thunder Road burger with yeah. pimento cheese on okay. it. Okay, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's it's not as good as the abridged burger. I like the abridged burger. It has a lot. been unseated in Knoxville for best burger. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're always gonna bring it up on ESPN. 
all the time. Oh, for sure. Cause because like Todd they, don't know any, they don't know any better. And they talk about backdoor tavern all the time. Anyways, the place where Peyton would go, right? I guess Peyton might've gone there. I don't know. But who knows? Anyways, the fourth wing chapters one through five. <laughs> We're going to get on some real tangents, lo- real local Knoxville stuff. I'm, I'm totally for that. Um, yeah. So this week we read chapters one through five. Do you want to give a brief recap? Do you want me to give a brief recap I can, here? I can give you a brief recap. Give me a brief recap yeah. leading up to okay. basically where we, where, we, ended our, where we ended our selection here. All right, here's here's the deal, folks. Here's the fourth wing. All right, so we have, and I'm going to pull out the book so I can check. Yes, them. we are going to reference uh, the book like professional book podcasters. So we're in the kingdom of Navarre. Yes. Our main character, her name is Violet Sorengale. Is it a rolling R? It's like a Sorengale. Well, when I use the dramatic voice, it's Violet Sorengale. I think that's actually the correct pronunciation. I don't think... Sorengale. Like, I think if you were talking to Violet, you were like, hello, Violet Sorengale. She's like, it's Sorengale. Yeah, I think that that's probably the way that they talk. Okay, well, Violet, um, she is being pretty much forcefully... She's being mm. voluntold, and that phrase is actually used in the book. She's being voluntold to join um, the Dragon Rider Academy at uh, Basquiat, Basquiat War College. Mm-hmm. And she wants to be a scribe. She wants to be a scribe. Her father was a scribe. Yes. She, which I think that was a uh, that was your one for one of predictions. That, I, was, yeah, I I completely predicted that. Nailed it. Um, I'm very proud of myself. But she she <laughs> so she wants to be a scribe. <laughs> But her mother, who is uh, General Sorengale at Basquiat War College. Right. Um, Total pre- hard ass is her mother, right? Can we say ass? On oh, we show? can say ass. It's fine. I feel like if, if I said a hard butt for her mother, it wouldn't capture We're what her mother is. Boys. We can say that. If we Why don't want. we do a real quick summary? Okay. Yeah. Basically, walk through whole thing. Okay. So in this section, chapter, what we, I mean, chapters, we'll one chapter, five, chapters one through five, chapters one through we meet our hero. Violet Sorengale. Violet Sorengale. You have to pronounce it right. Uh, she is being voluntold, words she uses, uh, to join the Dragon Riders at Basketh War College. She mm-hmm. wants to be a scribe like her father. Mm-hmm. She's very bookish. Another thing about Violet is she has brittle bones. Basically, I don't. I didn't understand if she has she's, like osteoporosis. I, maybe or, it, she's small. She's small, but she's also. Breakable. Breakable. She's yeah. very fragile. She's a bookish person. Bookish and fragile, which doesn't bode well for her with dragons because they prey on weakness. And she she's going to a college where people could just kill you. Right. Well, speaking of being killed, the first thing you have to do to get into the college is walk across the parapet, which is a 400-foot high yeah. walkway. It's like a foot wide. It's slippery. It's rainy. We meet Dylan. Who the moment I met Dylan, I was like, "This dude's dead." He's dead. Yeah, he has a fiance. He has a fiance that he's not marrying until he leaves Dragon Rider College. Yeah. He's hugging his parents. She's like, oh, this dude's so yeah. done. And he goes first. He goes first. He does. Um, she makes friends also with a, a girl named Rhiannon. Rhiannon, yes. Um, which great Fleetwood Mac reference. I was a big fan of Love that. It. We also once we get across the parapet, these are when we meet our primary characters. We meet Zayden Ryerson, which Ryerson. you so eloquently described in our opening paragraph there. And she's uh, look out for him. She's look out um, because her family has a history with the Ryersons. Her mother uh, was it prosecuted. Basically, Ryerson's dad was a, a rebel. He was a rebel. And uh, her mother was the general who was in charge of his execution. Yes. Drama. So, like, he kind of has good reason to not like her. Exactly. Family. Yeah. Um, once she gets across the parapet, we meet Dane Atos. 
who uh, appears to be like maybe kind of like a Gale like love interest character. He's an old friend. They've known each other for a long time. Yeah, there's best friends. There's some, but there's some tension there romantically. We're in. So we're our point of view is Violet. She thinks she's. She thinks that he's hot stuff. Yeah, yeah, and they are. I don't know. There's the, you could have cut the tension with a knife when uh, she went up to old Dane's room and it's was true. getting the bandage yeah, done. I don't know what was going to happen. And so that's really Violet. That's Violet. Yeah. Oh, then there is the scene where we uh, have our first like war history class, and that's where we start to learn that these wards that protects the kingdom from their enemies are failing. Are failing. Yeah. Well, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Let's. Uh, what jumped out to you? Well, let's, let's talk about the good. Yeah. First. The, the what good. What we like about it. Uh, the world building is really good. I enjoy like uh, it's got like a Hunger Games meets Harry Potter type vibe. Um, I will say with a little Twilight, <laughs> which is the part that's over my head, but we'll get to that later. Um, I thought it was just interesting, kind of about the way the magic works, the dragons work, the school works, all that stuff felt very well done. It wasn't just like taped on so I can do some steamy romance stories here. It was like, no, this is actually. Good like a fantasy world that has its all of its own cultural dimensions. Yeah. I think what I was worried about coming into this book was that this was just going to be an excuse for, for romance. Yeah. I love romance as much as the next. I'm always looking for an excuse for romance. Yeah. Aren't we all? But, um, I like that, you know, there's a nice map in the front so I can, I'm a map checker. Like as I'm reading stuff, like when I'm hearing about the kingdom Mm -hmm. of Peromiel, I'm going to go look at what it looks like. Right. And uh, so visuals as a good visual app. Um, I liked the world building. Um, I like, we, I feel like we've gotten to know our main players pretty much right off the bat. Yeah. <clears throat> we've met Violet. We met Zayden. Zayden. Her mom, Lyos. her sister. Um, Mira. Yeah. We, we have a good appreciation. Rhiannon. Rhiannon. Um, who's going to, I think be kind of a Ron Weasley type. Yeah. Is Jack, was it Jack, the guy that was trying to kill her. Jack is the, yes, Jack is kind of, I feel like he's sort of a dra- So He's a Malfoy. There's, there's a couple of Malfoys. I feel like Zayden's Potter, sort of, Potter, 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 Potter. Do you know who my father is? Potter, you scum. <laughs> Get your Hedwig owl out of here, out of my face. I'm a Slytherin. Gryffindor, scum. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, yeah, he's, I guess Jack is so Jack more so reminds me of like a hunger games character. That, like, yeah. that's just like, just looking the blood. I'm going to kill you. Has bloodlust. And you're also just kind of like, why? Cause he, do you threw, want? he threw somebody off the parapet right yeah, away. But also like, okay. So here I will say this. There was multiple characters that were just staring at Violet on multiple occasions wanting to kill her. Well, it's because Zayden Ryerson does that, but also like there was multiple times she's like, they were staring darts through me with blood anger in their eyes. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I'm Usually there's one character. It's like, I want to kill you, but yeah. she's got multiple she's got characters that are and, murderous intent. You know what? I like that. Okay. I like, so, you know, I think the odds are stacked against her. I, I, You're I, saying I, the odds are not ever in her favor. Ever, uh, yeah. If they use that phrase, I'll be calling up. Uh, I don't remember who the author Suzanne. is. Suzanne Collins, yeah, our friend Suzanne, our good friend. She's a friend of the podcast. Um, but I liked, I liked the world building. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, 
I yeah, I like she she's laid it all out pretty well. And the yeah, way that, that scene with uh the, the world building, I was gonna say my favorite scene was the that class where mm-hmm. Violet's a scribe, so she knows everything, yeah. which which is believable. Like she's like a bookish person, but yeah, when they're talking about like I don't know, I love a good like take the glasses off. My God scene and it felt like Jason Bourne it was like well, yeah exactly but it's like why did the wards fail she yeah. takes glasses yes up. see that's I what I know I think I'm more interested in the war with the other kingdom than 100%. I am with the school but I also I think it's going to be a good framing device for us right. on how on what's happening and I and obviously they're going to have to like they're going to get pushed into service 100% the because, moment she was like first years never get pushed into war I was like oh, you're going to be fighting exactly. this war girl it, it, yeah and I thought I'd never seen, so the way that she explained, like, it kind of explained the kingdom to us was in a unique way, mm-hmm. was her, like, rattling off facts that she knows in her head as she's walking the parapet yeah, to try was, and not that fall. Yeah, that was good. I thought that was, I thought that was clever. It was a way to avoid exposition. Yes. Which was fantasy you can get so bogged down yeah, in. you can really get bogged. And usually you do that with a fish out of water, somebody right. who doesn't know what's going on and it's being explained to them right. or the like Dune, they won't tell you and they'll <laughs> just say, you know, everything, right? Right. Or Lord of the Rings where well, yeah. they tell you in extreme detail in an entire book yes. called the Silmarillion. That and, if you but don't you read. also, you, your fish of water are the hobbits. Oh, you know, like right. Frodo only knows the Shire. So like right. he's, he, Gandalf has to explain to him. Frodo Baggins. <laughs> that was a really good Gandalf. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Trying to help you. <laughs> a wizard is neither late nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. And what, by that he means 17 years later. 17. In the books. Anyways, it's yeah, fine. It's <laughs> Fredo is like 60 when he begins this journey. That's right. Um, My 111th birthday. <laughs> He says it a little more kind of drunk sounding. He's like, it's my 111th birthday. <laughs> I know Proud less than feet. half of you have as well as I should like and like less than half of you have as well as you deserve. Uh, you know, I can actually do kind of a good golem. Oh, please. Oh, let me get into character. trust Precious. It's a pity that stayed Bilbo's hand. Okay, we're getting way <laughs> off on Lord. If we want to start a Lord of the Rings podcast, uh, it'd be probably more up our alley. This but, is uh, really just our uh, blanketed attempt. or uh, It's a facade. This is really a Lord of the Rings podcast, but there's right. so many of those. Well, and we're I, sneaking in under the guise of Rebecca Yaros and Colleen right. Hoover. So this is my warning to any ladies that are going to be listening to this. It's going to be impossible for us to not compare this book series to something like Lord of the Rings. Cause that's kind yeah. of what we know. But Lord of the Rings set the standard for all these books too. Like, and it, it's a completely fair comparison. It is. Yeah. Without and Lord of the Rings, we're not reading. We're not reading the this. fourth wing right yeah. now. We're not or without Harry Potter or without, or without like hunger games, Harry or Potter, Twilight, hunger or games. any of these books. Um, and I'm currently reading like Brandon Sanderson's stormlight archive. So I oh, personally nice. am comparing the two, which is probably going to be a little bit unfair because yeah. it's different, but Anderson's a master. He is uh, a master. He's he should go out and, uh, anything that he's written because yeah. he's fantastic. He's like a modern day Tolkien and mm. George R. R. Martin. Whenever you finish that uh, that next book, let us know. We'll we'll talk about another it. friend of the pod, George. Another friend of the pod. I know he listens. George Suzanne. Suzanne yeah, we got a lot of famous we people. Do. That we do. We do. Um, Reading the fourth wing. But okay, so that's what. Is there anything else that you liked? The stuff around the school was great. Like it all felt authentic to the world. Like it's like, oh yeah, like that is the type of problem you would 
need a crazy war college like this if you're constantly at war. Yeah. Uh, that I really just enjoyed that scene. It, it felt like the briefing in Top Gun, you know, where they're like, Russians have the MiG-28. Yeah. We're not really sure why. Yeah. Like, it's kind of peacetime, but it's, it's not really. Right. It, um, it just, I, I enjoyed that scene. I enjoyed, uh, I was cheering for Violet in that scene. Yeah. Which clued me in. It's like, oh, okay, I am connected to this character. Yeah, I like Violet. I do too. Which was hard for me because this book is very clearly not written for you and I. No. Um, uh, I want you to, I, I know we did a dramatic recap at the beginning, but I want you to read another passage. I want you to read when she first sees Zayden Ryerson. Okay. Because that passage for me, I texted it to you, was the moment I was like, speaking of fish out of water, I, this book was, I am not the intended target audience for this book because I am not used to reading things like this, nor could I really relate. Are we talking Zayden or are we talking Dane? Acres? Zayden. Okay. I don't like Dane. I'm just putting that out there into the ethos that I don't like Dane, but that's not important. The third turns in my direction and my heart simply yes. stops. He's tall with windblown black hair and dark brows. The line of his jaw is strong and covered by warm, tawny skin and dark stubble. And when he folds his arms across his torso, the muscles in his chest and arms ripple, moving in a way that makes me swallow. And his eyes, his eyes are the shade of gold-flecked onyx. The contrast is startling, jaw-dropping even. Everything about him is. His features are so harsh that they looked carved, and yet they're astonishingly perfect. Like an artist worked a lifetime sculpting him, and at least a year of that was spent on his mouth. He's the most exquisite man I've ever seen. Keep going. There's, there's, a, oh. there's a very specific part I want to reference here. And living in the war college means I've seen a lot of men. Even the diagonal scar that bisects his left eyebrow and marks the top corner of his cheek only makes him hotter. Flaming hot, scorching hot, gets you into trouble and you like it level of hot. Suddenly, I can't remember exactly why Mira told me not to F around outside my year group. <laughs> You're good. Uh, I just wanted to get to the uh, kind of like it hot. That was. Yeah, that that is not something that Tolkien's going to write. <laughs> Boromir entered the council of Elrond and he was scorching hot he was was, (laughs) ate a taco and it was way too hot in his mouth hot (laughs) it's alright well that's a good segue for me personally into what I don't is what is, I guess we'll say I don't like it, but it's just, I know it's not made for me. That, that kind of writing. That's going to be the biggest theme. I think for yeah. us is like, we're not so much criticizing as just being aware of parts that were not written for us. Yeah. Right. And yeah. And that's totally fine. And so I'm not, I'm not here to dog it. I'm just, and we're going to be here to talk about it. Cause it's funny. Cause we're reading right. this and it's just not, we're not used to that. Right. And, um, I, you know, but we're open-minded readers. We're open-minded you know? readers, and so and, and we're both married. We wanna we wanna expand our horizons, yeah. and even though my wife will never read this book because this isn't really her jam. Really, okay. Yeah. My wife won't either. She's she's more. My wife doesn't like fiction, but that's yeah. This is a sidebar. Neither here nor there. there. But, that's right. Um, yeah. So that kind of writing that. So that's what I'll say is like um, 
that I, I find my mind glazing over when uh, anything like that's popping up. Right. Um, another thing, we're not above uh, cursing here on this podcast. Yeah. You know, but I, I feel like she's really trying to lean into like we're I'm being edgy. Yeah, we're not we're not in Narnia anymore. Yeah, like yeah. There's an f bomb in the first in the third paragraph. Yeah, the third that was my paragraph. first note I made. Was yeah. I put f bomb third paragraph? This ain't Narnia. We're not we're <laughs> not snot. We're not like prudes, right? Um, I mean, I do what, work at a church, so I have to watch what I say. Gotta watch what you say. But pretty like a, confident, no one from my work is gonna listen sure. to this podcast. So. Well, yeah, I'm not s- sitting here dropping it. But well, if you sit next to me during a Tennessee football game, you're probably gonna hear some choice yeah. language, and that's definitely one of the words I'm gonna say. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's our like here listen to us we're not prudes but like i i, I do think that you, sometimes that's kind of a crutch that like yeah. if you're trying to be edgy without like um you're gonna start you, you know throwing these words yep. around just like all the time it's it's like uh i don't know for me personally that it takes me out a little bit of like hey we don't you don't need to use this to sound edgy yeah or like you know that we understand that like things are are like pretty crazy here in this country like um so that was but also that she's sassy i think that was really what she was trying to hammer home too was that she is a sassy bookish girl which i think a couple years ago would have been more like revolutionary but i feel like this is the main character in a lot of books nowadays yeah it's not we're that. in a post Katniss world, really. It's PK. Yeah. But Katniss wasn't going out there. <laughs> right. But Katniss was like the first step, you know, a little, little sass. Little sass. But she and, wasn't dropping F bombs. But I think little, sa- little oh, sass is. F and PETA can't stand that guy. Yeah. For me, like, um, and that's just personal preference. Like, I, I don't feel like you need to, like, Rebecca, you didn't need to do that to get your right. point across. Uh, but but it sounds like Rebecca does use this language in her everyday life. So she was just, yeah. I and mean, then just go. And, and if it sounds more uh, authentic, then go right. for it. Maybe what if there was like, like she's, ta- maybe it's cause she's taken the cuss words from our universe. That and is, this is a different universe you know, where she kinda, needs her own cuss words. That's kind of, and, and I think that's maybe it for me is like, um, like Barsoom could be like the F word <laughs> yeah. in Navarre. And no. She could have said, this is Barsoom and dumb. Well, and I'm reading, I'm reading the Stormlight archives. And when they say essentially the, the, um, the uh, F word equivalent is saying storms. Oh, because there's a, there's a storm that pops up like ah, every, every month. It's like this crazy big storms. And they have this like, deity called the storm father so they'll be like ah the storming traffic today really yes oh, that's and fun for me and i and it's like a smidge cheesy too it's like okay, yeah yeah but also like for me that's a little more unique and like i feel like you put like it it, it does it, like when right. you're using in a fantasy world like if this is like new york city I'm absolutely buying into oh, using right. the F word and like I'm in the language. Who's this effing guy? Huh? Yeah. Like yeah, it's like just, what? I'm on the cab this morning and uh, <laughs> that was my horrible New York accent. But, uh, that was a little Bostonian there. I'm in the cab. I'm in the I'm cab. In, I'm in the cab headed down to the harbor. Charmaine's <laughs> <laughs> on me again. Oh, there you go. But in Boston's your thing. I was thing. watching That's the Sox last night the and we Sox. lost and I got a little bit too drunk. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Some if Boston people are listening, they're gonna hate us because that was a terrible Boston accent too. I was uh, by my Tennessee standards, it was pretty good. Okay, well, yeah, we're from East Tennessee. We don't. Yeah, know that's right. We're that's people. right. That's right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um. So that's my thing with that. A long, long tangent. But, yeah. Um. 
it's out of place in a fantasy world. Well, here's what I wonder if this is why it bothers you. It's like, it's very easy for a book like this to feel like fan fiction. And I feel like the more you kind of like edge it up, it just kind of, it kind of like a thorn sticking out type of thing, which n- none of the rest of this has that. No, it's just that part. Cause the rest of this doesn't feel like a fan fiction. Like somebody just decided to write down their, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it could really yeah. easily feel like, okay, this is just a bad knockoff of whatever with cuss yeah. words. And this, this is not that, but that's the one part that kind of sticks out. Yeah. I think for me, uh, I have started a, uh, how many times the phrase rye smile is used. He texted um, me that early on. Mm-hmm. We are currently at two through chapters one through five, which is not as when you texted me that uh, we had, I was one, worried. Yeah, yeah. I was worried too. I was like, Oh man, he texted me that like early, early on. And I don't know if that's going to continue. It's it's we're at two. And that's, that's another element though, where it's like, if rye smile pops up, that's just a cliche. That's yeah. Like, don't use it too much. That it's like a fan sitting down to write a book. And that's, that's what I was worried about when I heard he had a rye smile. Yeah. I was like, oh gosh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just make a note to count how many times this happened. And, and, and another thing too, this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but um, I definitely was able to, just from reading the dust jacket, I mean, obviously we know she's going to get with Zayden. Zayden's going to be. 100%. And, oh yeah. And uh, Jack's presence guarantees that Zayden is, is the, we hate each other at the beginning, love yeah. each other at the end. Yeah, if Jack's not there, it's like. Yeah. If Jack's not there, maybe he, Zayden's the villain, but yeah. he's, he's like the edge. He's going to be he's the edgy boyfriend. She's going to mm-hmm. have to kind of like soften his heart a little bit. And I think it's going to happen. Do you think quick. she softens his heart? Yeah. Do you think he's already into her and that's why he stares at her yeah. or he actually hates her? No, he's into her. Like his, okay. his subconscious is telling him he's into her. She has silver hair. So maybe he like. That's true. He's it's into that. Pretty unique. Um. Yeah, and then there's the Dane Atos is like he is this love triangle happening. That's airmailed. Or, Dane is the okay. Dane is the most like, and maybe she meant to do this, um, but I also hated Gale in the Hunger Games. I was Team Peta from like page five. Um, Dane to me is so vanilla, so boring, so just. Oh, you're amazing, Violet, and I have no personality, but I'm also probably really attractive and sculpted like a Greek god. Yeah, he's also, <laughs> he just so happens to also be attractive, and, and she thinks he's, a, and she's like, wow, you've really grown up since we were, yeah. since we were kids at the swimming hole together. Yeah, her dialogue with Dane, anytime she was just talking to him one-on-one was... The jokes, or not jokes, but the uh, the sexual content is yeah, on the way. The body humor, yeah. Uh, it's, there's a whole warning at the beginning of this book, which I've never seen. So there's two things in the beginning of this book that aren't in the book, or like not a part of the narrative that I've never seen in a book before. One is a warning about the content of the book. I've mm-hmm. never seen that in a book before where it's yeah. like, I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Like, you know, if you, if you're, you know, you're a parent and you, you're, yeah. teen, your tween has heard that like, mm-hmm. there's yeah. this really cool book series out and I, right. and they want to read it, but then you may not know and they may read right. some things that they're not ready for. Um, because it's, and it's like a very clear, like, Hey, uh, we got Harry Potter vibes here. This ain't Harry Potter. This is not Harry Potter. That's right. There's, there's no Hagrid. Just, sorry about that. Well, uh, here's something. How early are we going to get a, like a sex scene? I, okay. So I, the way she set it up right now, I don't see it happening anytime like soon. Yeah. Because like, we're still like pretty far up the river with Zayden. Right. Of like, they've got some stuff they gotta, they gotta work through it. I mean, they're probably gonna have like a meet cute type of moment. 
Maybe they're going to get forced. Well, she's already she already got selected to the, the fourth wing, which is there's our title. Zayden is in. Zayden is the wing leader of fourth wing. But Dane got pulled into this too because Dane is her squad, squad leader. leader. That was I good. Be, I enjoyed the army setup. I, I like that, that was, too. Yeah. I, I had to think about it for a minute because yeah. I, I thought I would. Uh, and I'm going to get lost in the minutia of that at some point. I'm like, yeah, fourth, but that's fourth any, wing, there's third nothing squad. Wrong with that. That's how squad leaders are second years, wing leaders are third years, yeah. and then she's a. Freshman, but she's twenty. She's non-threshed, which I, I was like confused. Like when the threshing happens, they talk about the threshing a lot, and I don't really know what that is. I think that's I it's guess when the dragons decide if they like you. That's right, and they might kill you. But it's only third years. I don't know. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be that because if if you're a third year, you want to be on the dra- you're on the dragon like all three years. Yeah, you you get the- Zayden already has a dragon. His is the big blue one. Yeah, that, that like. Was all up in her face yeah. when she finished. Staring needles through her. Yeah. Which, then that kid ran from the dragon and got turned into an ash pile. Yes. Uh, that was wild. Here's, okay, can I tell you one thing? Here's one thing I don't like. One thing yeah. with these, some of these like universe, these fictional universes, I think, would I like to live here? No, absolutely and not. Absolutely not for this one. Yeah. Um, it seems like nobody has any fun. Which is a good thing, I will say. Because to me, thing. the best fantasy universe, like... There's no way I want to live in Middle Earth. I would like to live in Middle Earth. Are you kidding? Yes. There's oh, roving sorry. bands no, of kidding. orcs. There's evil wizards that can just come up with 10,000 yeah, orc that armies. Happen. That doesn't happen all the time. There's trolls. Okay. That will you just turn it into jelly. Well, if you're traveling via daylight, then you don't have to worry about trolls. Right. Or okay. above well, ground. Well, I'll hit you with this with Middle Earth then. Would you want to live in Middle Earth in the Third Age when Frodo, when all the magic is dying because the elves are leaving? I would like to and live. And the industrious progress of men is taking over the world, and there's an evil dark lord who is trying to get this ring that makes him unstoppable. I would like to live in the Shire uh, pre the scouring of the I Shire. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, because you know what happens to the Shire, too. I would like to live in Middle Earth. I would like to live in uh, the Wizarding World. There's a lot Wizarding of world where somebody can say two words, point a wand at you, and you fall over dead. That's better than this place where you you the thing that you're trying to the whole thing you're trying to accomplish might just kill you immediately. Yeah. And in in Hogwarts, yeah, like you know, you get into sparring matches and stuff, and you might turn your friend into a pig or something. But like, right? Um, Do you really think murder is okay at the school? Yeah, that's it's true. okay to just straight up murder somebody as right. long as it's not in some scenario. Okay. That they, I, I forget what. Okay, this, I hear what you mean. Like, there's like, there's like the Game of Thrones. Like, there's like the Game of Thrones worlds where you're like, there's no way in heck I want to live in a place like that. Yeah. And yes. this is this is like dark, well, broken, terrifying. Well, here's the thing, too, and I think it's probably gonna pop up. And I think that there's like a little bit of you know, she like talks about her time with Dane and stuff, and she, yeah. she you can tell that like she she's not a miserable person fully, but she does seem like she's a little moody. She's jaded and cynical she's jaded about and cynical, something. But what I'm seeing so far, and this is kind of something that I've just noticed right off the bat, and, the, and, and I think it might change, but nobody seems to have, there seems to be no joy in anybody's lives yeah. or any fun. Yeah. In, in Lord rough. of the Rings, you know, hobbits have fun. Oh. Even elves have, I mean, people oh, have, man. people enjoy things and there's like art and people enjoy well, that. Tolkien enjoys it. He spends like, yeah. The first chapter is Lord of the Rings, just all about how great it is to be a hobbit. I know. It's and like, you're just like, I could stay here. I want to be in a hobbit hall. I want to drink three hundred and yeah. have feasts. And right. And have names like uh, Proudfoot. Proud and, feet. And proud. 
<laughs> and go down to the Green Dragon and sing the song, and then yes. he actually wrote two pages of the song. Yeah, he wrote. There's no all the time. Green Dragon or Hobbit songs in this story. No, and even in and obviously we talked about Harry Potter. Like, there's a lot of joy in that. And even yeah. oh, I think for sure. you know, even in Hunger Games, you can find some like fun. That's because Hunger Games. She's like in West Virginia, East Tennessee. She's our people. She's our, that's our. She's people. one of us. She's our people. That that's your hot take from this podcast. Katniss Everdeen yes. is she's a Vol fan. She's a Vol. She's a Vol. She's one of us. You know she she they need to pick her for game day sometimes to right. do picks. That's right. <laughs> um, but that's so that's my thing. It's like what I want to see from this book is I want to see people having a little bit of fun and enjoying. Wait, okay. With, and what not just kind sex. of fun? <laughs> That's what yeah. I was going to say. That's what I'm saying. Because I, I think there's going to be some fun. Yeah, but is this, and you know, and if they. Appropriate if, fun. If this. Put, and, put it like this. There's going to be no Quidditch at the Basketh War College. No. It's not going to be like, we're playing the scribes today in Quidditch and we hope to win the house no, cup. It's more going to be like. Uh, uh, we murdered the scribes. Jack slit the throat of uh, <laughs> up and promising young uh, war college person. Right. Um you know, it was like the fourth Shufriel wing takes on was, the second was wing. Murdered and, gruesomely last in night. In murder ball. It's basically it's just <laughs> that you slit people's throats and that's the sport. <laughs> Jack, you're gonna join the throat slitting team. Today in potions class, we're gonna find out how who is gonna die. That's who's right. gonna drink the potion that's gonna kill them, and then you're right. gonna unceremoniously have your name read off, and then you're gonna be tumbled into the chasm. That's right. Thrown off the pedipet. I want to see a little bit, and, and I know that life isn't all rainbows and sunshine and like happy things, but right. even in the darkest places, there are there's some joy. That's what Lord of the Rings is about. When Frodo starts yeah. waxing about, I mean, literally, they're on the side of Mount Doom. It's like strawberries and cream. Yeah, like that's what I want. I would have married her. I gotta have. I mean, romance is great. Uh, I like yeah. to have the romance. I mean, you know, I'm not. I here. enjoy a good romance plot. Yeah, I, I don't read. Which romance Lord of the Rings books, has none of. Yeah. Which it does. Well, you've got Arwen and Aragorn. Yeah, but it's not like a. It's not like the point of the book. Yeah. In, in Harry Potter, you've got you know. Yeah. Uh, some romance, but and I so that's which fine. Frodo and, should and end, that's I mean, the point not of Frodo, this book. Harry should have ended up with Hermione, but that's a whole side point. Well, absolutely. Hot take. Yeah. Um. But um. You know, I just want to see, I want, I want to have some like reasons for um, this world, like reasons for hope in this world. Is yeah. right now at this point where I'm at in the story, like, I mean, if it all gets burnt down, like what are they even living for? That's true. There's, they don't seem to have fun. That is true. Cause it didn't show like the, um, they didn't show, like we see the, the warriors, the protectors. We see the, basically like what I imagine I know we keep talking about Lord of the Rings. We need to reference something else. Yeah, we're going to... What's, what's the... In Game of Thrones, it's the men who live on the wall in the north. Oh, the, the Night's Watch. We are seeing the perspective of the people who, like, keep the peace. I feel like we need to see... Regular people. People who live in peace. Well, and that's like, something, too, that's a kind of a departure from a book like this, yeah. is I feel like normally your main character, like the Violet character, is a, a low-born person. Oh, right. Is going to have to kind of work her way up. She's actually Luke Skywalker, the farm boy. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. even though he has like this lineage, you don't, he don't know about it. Right. So it's kind of interesting. And that's, this is something I'm going to say that I, I like is that she, it's different because we're starting, 
at the top pretty much like right. she's probably going to she's going to get torn down in this college and she's she, everybody's well, the same that is college. a major plot line is that everybody knows who she is and it puts a big target on her back yeah and even harry potter was the boy who lived but he right. was but in the muggle world he thought he was just a, an orphan and, his, and he had terrible right. aunts and uncles and and so he was like beaten down for 11 years but even in hogwarts though like the way he doesn't have a target on his back unless you're malfoy potter everybody else like thinks he's great yeah they think he's like a celebrity whereas here like everybody hates her they hate her right some are like we hate you because of the silver spoon in your mouth but some are like because of the way this your mother did terrible things to my family your mother executed my father yeah and there's a couple people like that yes yeah there i mean i so far i mean she, I don't know, her friend's going to be Rhiannon, obviously. She gave yeah. her her boot, and that was a good moment of, like... That was good. She, yeah. You can tell she cares about people, and so that's something. That she, was her save the cat. Yeah, you know, and always. all the people that died, she was sad about that. Right. So we know she has a good heart. Because Dylan, the moment we met him. Yeah. Which is, R.I.P. Dylan. That's the only um, part of the, of, the, of the book so far that's been, like... Um, Dylan having a fiance, like, outside <laughs> of this, we know, like, that, yeah. you know, people get engaged oh yeah that there's love yeah we're gonna find out soon uh which speaking of that i want to get into our predictions yes uh because yeah. i mean you are you're in the lead right now i'm not like keeping score or anything but uh you called the dad being a scribe and, and being also dead. being dead yeah r.i.p dad too so uh i i have one prediction i want to jump in the her dragon okay you remember in the in the meeting when they're like oh there was an attack, and then one dragon rider is dead, and another dragon is injured. That's her dragon. I agree. I think that that wounded dragon's like the dragon won't trust anyone, and it's mourning the loss of its rider, and so it just lashes out violently. She's gonna get like the classic Western. She calms oh, the dragon no. down. Whoa, oh no! Whoa. Sun's getting real low. Yeah, and the dra- and like she's gonna either like tame this dragon because it's like like the bucking bronco. It's like, oh my gosh, she 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 tamed. Bressengill, or or the dragon's gonna like trust her, or but basically her dragon's gonna be the one either nobody could tame, or it was the hurt one. It doesn't trust anybody again, or both. Yeah, I think it's probably gonna be a little bit of both. Yeah. But I think you're exactly right on that, and uh, I'll give that to you. Um, Boom. If, if it, Watch us be wrong. <laughs> it's like it her dragon. Her dragon's just named Ted. He's a new. Here's okay. Here's some more predictions. Um, we're gonna do chapters uh, six through ten. Amen. Right? Yeah. Six through ten. I'm I said gonna, amen because I'm ready to read them. I am actually excited to read it. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's, it's a page turner. Yeah, I'm, and uh, I feel like we'll be able to get there pretty quick. Like, yeah. There's nothing that I'm like getting bogged down on. So yeah, for all you fans of the fourth wing out there, we like it. Yeah, keeps you moving. Yeah. Um. So don't think we're sitting here just poo pooing. No, we like it. Well, this is a pretty positive podcast. I, I know. Like. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised. Actually. I am surprised too. Um. I'm predicting that. So we're going to school. We're this is going to be school. We're going to get to know the school these five chapters. Okay. And uh, we're going to have some Zayden stuff. We're going to be laying the groundwork. She is going to be where she's going to become good friends, better friends with Rhiannon. Mm-hmm. These chapters, as you described, was her Ron Weasley character. Her Ron yeah. Weasley. It's her bestie. Um. And and she's going to uh. Prove herself as, and she kind of already has, she right. has in this first class, but she's going to start to prove herself right in the school. And at the end of these chapters, I think something 
crazy is going to happen. She's going to yeah. get attacked. She's going to get attacked by Jack somewhere in here. Oh yeah, Jack's the ever-present threat. Yeah, and but it'll she, be a small attack. The bit because he needs to stay around to kind of just hang over it. She can't defeat him too early. Like that, or Zayden's going to just kill him, and then Zayden becomes a big threat. Maybe. How many deaths are going to happen in these chapters? Uh, I can tell you because uh, this book is so different that I have no clue. Thirty I, people could die in the next page, yeah, and man, I wouldn't be—I wouldn't be completely shocked if they mention somebody, a character, and say their name, but you haven't met them before. Yeah. They're dying. They're dead. Um, <laughs> this is Dylan. Like, the moment Dylan walked on screen, we're like, this dude's dying. Yeah. I was like, they're not going to kill Rihanna. It's going to be Dylan. It was one right. of the two of those. Was, who but, is Rihanna, the minute, by the way? The, uh, who is she? I is Okay. I want to do one like hot take off the wall prediction too. Okay. That probably not true, but you never know. I think Rihanna could be Zayden's sister. Mm. I don't know why, but she, cause Rhiannon's also a rebellion kid, right? She has the tattoo thing. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So I'm kind of like Rhiannon, uh, plus a parent who would name their kid Zayden with an X would also name a kid Rhiannon. Can we talk that? I like that. Like that's my off the wall. I don't feel good about it, yeah, but I kind of was like, mm, that's maybe a very, that's like a big, that's a big one. I thought it when we met Rhiannon and it could be cause Zayden's standing right there and we just got the, he's so hot, scorching hot. Part, um, my voice is becoming more like your voice. Our voices are melding into one. Um, like so hot, you can't even be in the same room. Huh? Right. And that uh, was, that was when we met Rhiannon too. And I was like, Ooh, is there a connection here? But I'm pretty sure Rhiannon has the tattoo thing. Oh, interesting. And so I was like, Hmm, they might be very siblings. interesting. Like a reverse Luke and Leia, you know, or yeah, revert, or the yeah. bad or the bad guy. But do you think they unquote. know about it? Do you think Zayd knows about it? He's just not talking about it. I don't know. That, that, that's that's the hole in it because it's yeah. like if they knew they would have rec- I would have acknowledged it. Yeah, somebody is gonna be siblings with somebody that they don't know. Like, and I could see them like we got to split these kids up because they're the kid they're the children of the, the rebel, children of destiny. And they haven't mentioned anything about Rhiannon's parents. That's true. Maybe that was why I picked up on that because it's like everybody yeah. else we talked about their parents. We saw Dylan's parents. R.I.P. Dylan. Yeah. Um, Dylan. But Rhiannon's just kind of there. Yeah. Can we talk for just a minute about? Um, just the name Zayden Ryerson. I hate it. Um, I hate the name Zayden. It seems like Zayden Ryerson is the name that like a Will Ferrell spoof, <laughs> comedy spoof would come up I'm with. I'm Zayden name. Ryerson. Yeah, it's like Will, like or like a, it's like a Ben Stiller uh, fantasy spoof movie, and yeah. Will Ferrell is the villain, and he's like, "Look out for Zayden Ryerson," <laughs> or it's like an freaking, SNL skit or something it's, like. It's very um, uh, Zoolander. Uh, I can't remember what Felch came. Uh, uh, he was Mugatu. Yeah. <laughs> um, that for it's me. So beautiful. That for me is like, a, she like, has she had like this, like where a name generator thing and she yeah. was like fantasy dragon name. I don't even know if this is like, there's name generators that have better names than Zayden. Zayden Ryerson Ryerson and stuff. It, yeah. she, she wanted it to sound dragony. I can tell. Okay. She, uh, cause it kind of sounds like, um, like the dragon names, like for House Targaryen and Game of Thrones, are very dragon sounding, like um, Aegon Targaryen and mm. I should wait, Aegon Targaryen and right. like, um, you know the, <laughs> just that they sound dragony, and she was going versus to Lord of the Rings, Smaug, Smaug. Played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Um, <laughs> They're just talking like this. Yes. <laughs> and going really crazy with this mocap. You need yep. to go watch the YouTube of him. You are a robber. <laughs> but she's trying to make it sound dragony. And I think uh, Stephanie, I think you might have. Is her name? Oh, Rebecca, sorry. 
Stephanie. I was thinking of uh, Twilight. Twilight. Stephanie, Stephanie Meyer. Meyer. Um, Rebecca. I think you might have, and and it's it is does kind of stink because it's is this gonna be main character? We're gonna be with this guy for. Oh, yeah. hours. She's, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna minutes. attend Zayden's wedding or yeah. funeral we're get to by the Zayden end of this series, well, and I think it's the silly name. It is. Yeah. It's like a, a Will Ferrell spoof name. Which yeah, that, that maybe that's too because I mean. Violet's a good name, but Sardengale. Violet's a great name. Isn't my favorite. Um, it's, I would say names and dialogue are where I struggle with this one. I agree. World building and drama. World Dramatic building. tension I enjoy. Yes. And then like in the middle is the category of like, I don't think it's bad. It's just not for me is the romance side of it. What's the name for fantasy romance? Is there a. I think I don't think there's a, name a romance. I don't think there's uh, a name. We can come up with it. I, I I didn't know if there was like a a word for this type of book that's come out, like a colloquial yeah slang term. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I I don't know. Well, fantasy romances. When people ask me about it, I say like a fantasy romance book, and and okay. I think maybe at the end, of, and then I have so one of my employees at Bearden Books, she's a big fan of this series. Nice. And I maybe told we'll her have her on this, the show sometime. We ought to have her on the show to kind of like. We need to have people to come on and defend it. That are, yeah. Or th- that it was also like the target audience it was actually written yeah, for. Yeah, she loves it. And and so um, she told me that, yes, there are some romance stuff, like some like um, steamy stuff on page, but it's not as it's not as uh, gratuitous as the uh, Sarah J. Moss uh, Court of Thorns and Roses series. Where oh, those are? Apparently those get pretty steamy. Oh. Um, Isn't, but she, I thought she was like, maybe I have the wrong person here, but. Was like a PhD linguist, maybe. I, mean, I might be thinking of the Babel books. I think you're thinking of. Um, I think you're there's thinking. so many fantasy, like female target audience. Yeah. Books. Well, hey, big big thanks to uh, Anthony Palmer and uh, yes. Audrey Podco for having it's us. An in. Amazing studio. Very right? nice. I feel like you and I were able to get more of a rhythm. Yeah, it feels you know? like we're in a pot. We're not just sitting in my store. That's right. Um, but we're excited for the next uh, couple chapters. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll talk about chapter six through 10. Yeah. This engaging discussion. Yeah. And we'll keep is... track of our predictions. And I think you want, you won this today. Yeah. For predictions. Not that we're keeping score. Right. But, but we we'll are. see. Yeah. Well, amen. So text, this was fun. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll do it again next week. Until next time. Dragon riders. <laughs> this is, this has been a couple guys reading fourth wing. You don't want to say the fourth wing? This has been a couple of guys reading The Fourth Wing. The Fourth Wing.